Welcome back to the Ammo Perspective here shooting episode nine. Really excited. We got a big week. Uh, Mike, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, um, this is a disclaimer. Sorry we were late this week on the episode to all our fans who look yeah. forward to it. Um, we did record the other day and I jinxed it, guys. I jinxed it. <laughs> Right when I was, we were done recording, I laughed. Haha, wouldn't it be funny if none of it made it? If we yeah. didn't record anything, that'd be funny because our sound guy fell asleep. Wait, uh, we don't even have him today. Yeah, so we're just running solo. So hopefully this is working. Yeah. Uh, take two. Hey, man, but I'm pretty happy we're uh, you know, a couple days late because we got to watch that debate and we get oh. to talk about it today. So it's really oh, exciting. Man. Oh, man. That was, that was crazy. That was wonderful. Um, you actually saw uh, something on Instagram or Facebook, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so there's this guy. He rode from Poo Poo Point, which is in Washington, yeah. to Pee Pee Creek, which is like somewhere near the East Coast, which is a, it's a 2,500-mile journey. He did it in 36 days, which required him to ride 69 miles a day. Nice. Sheesh. But anyways, he was doing this to raise awareness for the humanitarian crisis in Yemen. Oh, yeah. And that's crazy because I didn't even, I wasn't aware of the situation going on there. Or I knew it was bad, but I didn't know how bad details. or why it was bad. So shout out to that guy. I believe his, his at is Ruby Drummer. Ruby Drummer. At maybe. Ruby Drummer on Twitter. Ruby Drummer. Okay. You, you the man. But uh, yeah, so I did end up looking at this Yemen situation and man it's not going well over there it's like a transition of power um didn't go over so well so the old guy's like nah i'm running it still so it's like civil war yeah pretty much i think the the guy who came in to take over he had to leave the country because all the people were sending attacks his way it's pretty tough and i mean what can what can what can we do i guess just keep talking about it get our politicians to do something about it it's there's like 12 million children who yeah, are like displaced i would hungry. imagine oh my gosh sounds rough and with covid too that can't be a good thing oh man it's adding fire to the flames or whatever the term is yeah i mean talking about you know having our politics get involved i mean it's kind of hard right now politics is wild right now it's an election year so that's all we got to talk about yeah with covid too and the whole world's falling apart everything's getting politicized and that debate Oh my gosh! The yeah, debate. yeah. What what can we say about that, man? That was I, it. Wasn't even a debate. Let's not call it a debate. It was a. What was it? It was like. <laughs> okay, so the whole time I'm just envisioning like two kids in the class, like yeah. the teacher's pet, Randall from recess, mm-hmm. and then like just some clown motherfucker who just class clown can't sit still, distracts others from learning. That was yeah. on his report card. So, I thought. Right, but uh, like before that happened, I was like, "All right, this is gonna go one of two ways, right? Either Trump is gonna do what he did last night and try and distract Biden. You know, he always says like, oh, Biden's senile; he's not sharp anymore.' So, it's, in his mind, it would be easy to kind of confuse Biden and get him off his, you know, off track. But I didn't think it was gonna be as bad as what we saw last night. Like every time Biden opens his mouth, this guy interjects and just says a lot of bullshit, man. And I just couldn't believe it. 
I know. Like earlier this week in our first version of the podcast, we yeah. touched on Trump's taxes, which were, or I guess the New York Times has obtained the taxes. However, we haven't seen them, but they reported that he only paid like $750 yeah. in taxes the year <laughs> after he won the election. And he's like, no, 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 it wasn't like that, you guys. Come on now. And like you were telling me earlier, he's just great at selling himself. Yeah. Like, oh man, it was, it was terrible. Just he wouldn't let Biden talk. Biden wouldn't really interrupt him that much. No. I mean, he kind of got into a back and forth, but again, it's, it's got to be hard not to when you're just getting... Oh, my gosh. I bet Joe Biden wanted to punch him in the face. They probably wanted to punch both each other in the face. No, like, Joe Biden came out swinging. He's like, yeah. man, will you shut up, man? He stayed solid. He yeah. stayed solid, 10 toes down. He was on an Adderall or something. His, his eyes, every time, like Joe Biden, would get, it looked like he was getting tired. This guy was close his eyes and started laughing, and then he'd just yeah. be like, bam, I'm back. I thought it's, you had me. So if we're going to unpack this, it's kind of hard to like really point to any policy discussions because they didn't really have much. No. Um, I would say that what I did like about Biden was he, did, he addressed the American people multiple times when he looked straight into the camera, and I really liked that. I liked that he was actually talking to the voters because through all that mess, it was like, yo, there's, there's voters here you're trying to win over. There's like people in swing states, independents, there's Democrats and, and Republicans kind of on the fence, and you guys are just fucking arguing right now. Like, n- at no point did I really feel like they wanted to win votes. They were just freaking going at each other. Like, they hated just each other. Just saying the worst things that they could, they could think of about each other. But, I mean, Biden's was not false, you know? He was saying, like, yo, you don't care about the people. Your policies yeah. show that. I mean... It's kind of true. Call him know. a liar. That was pretty Multiple funny. Multiple times. Call him a clown. I think the my favorite one was when he used to call him Putin's puppet. Like, <laughs> he called him Putin's puppy. I think. Puppy. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. Puppy. Uh, puppet. Puppet. Puppy. Yeah. Um. I think you know. I, the only thing I can think of. I mean, you said this in the car on the way here. The only thing that Trump really said that I could say was like a, a good argument was when he talked about forest management, and he brought up Europe and England and how they, you know, they got these forest cities. Um, I think that was a good point to talk about, but he was using it to negate the fact that, you know, climate change is happening. And if we just, he was trying to say, like, if we just managed our forests better, we'd have less fires, which granted is true, but uh, you're neglecting the fact that we're having way more forest fires in the last, like, 10 years than we had in the previous 100. So, yeah, I mean, they're back on in California now. It's, yeah, it was, was kind of smoky. smoky. Today. Yeah, yeah, it was, was kind of smoky in Seattle. Like, damn, rain, um, rain. I didn't like how, you know, his comments and kind of going at Joe Biden's family. I didn't really oh, like that. Those were low blows. Those were low blows. And because uh, if you bring up Trump's family, like there's so much ammo there. Oh like, God. come on, dog. Well, he's getting in trouble because he was paying his daughter, um, even though she's a consultant. You're not supposed to pay her, and he's he's been paying her, and that, which is what they saw on his tax returns. And so that's kind of like fraud right there. So he's I mean, finesse like you're supposed to be participating in the system that you want to run. Like, yeah. you're a participant, and then you like build your way up, and then you are on top. No. This guy has never participated. He's not an American. Yeah. He don't want to fight for us. He paid, what, like $160,000 like, to India and then the Philippines. And then he, he threw more money to all these other places. Yeah. And he's not paying federal income taxes. And the, and the right Republicans, his fans, not, not white Republicans. supremacists. Yeah, not his fa- not Republicans, his fans, his Trump fan, supporters. Trump fans are like, this guy's... Fucking second coming, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I grew He's up... so smart. Yeah. I mean, I grew up around, like, a lot of conservatives, and there's... I gotta believe there's some good conservatives out there. I mean, even in 2016, when he won the election, 
he only got like 23, 24% of the Republican base. And the other like 77% voted for other people. So that kind of just shows me like, okay, the whole party doesn't necessarily like you. You're just kind of a necessary evil because they just hate Democrats and vice versa. You know, like a lot of Democrats aren't that happy about Biden winning, but it's like, we'd rather have Biden than President Trump. Yeah. I thought it was interesting when they, when Trump was like, oh, so what do you think about the new Green Deal? And he was like, I don't support it. I support the Biden plan. Yeah, yeah. Everything Biden. And he was like, oh, you just lost your extreme left. Yeah, the radical left. You just lost them. I'm like, okay, if that if that's the angle you want to go at, you didn't even denounce white supremacy because of your radical right. And like that makes up a huge part of your base yeah. and you don't want to address, you know, white supremacy. He said, stand back and stand by. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like hours after the debate, uh, a yeah. proud boy was arrested for... Standing by and standing back. And yeah, and then he told them, like, go to the polling stations. And, and watch. And watch. I'm like, yo, you're just inviting crazy people to go there and be violent with voters and, like, to yeah, harass people. Yeah, mass shootings and stuff. That's what I, that's the vibes I was getting because, yeah, it was, it was, I want to say it was entertaining because I couldn't keep my eyes it off the screen. It was entertaining as fuck, yeah. But that's not what I want from a presidential sure. debate. The rest of the world is looking at that and just laughing at us. Like, ah, these guys are supposed to represent democracy. Yeah. Yeah, right. And I'm upset because, you know, evangelicals that love President Trump, like, I mean, in your own Bible, it talks about the meek will inherit the earth and it has all these values that this guy's just not representing. Yeah, take care of everybody. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, yo, how can you guys vote for somebody? I mean, vote Republican, that's fine. But it's just tough having to watch him talk that way you know and the whole world is watching this and we still got two more debates after oh this my goodness like what are they going to talk about like president trump didn't even like listen to his like advisory like crew when they were trying to prepare him for the debate he was like oh the presidency prepared me for the debate i'm like well i can see that like whatever you're saying you didn't prepare because all you did i think his whole plan was just to try to clown biden and get you know clickbait like quotes out of that yeah, debate just, it was sound bites just yeah. sound bites for everyone now all the memes are out day one after it's it's ridiculous i don't like this as our political system but that's what i get for voting for harambe <laughs> i take full responsibility everybody. voted third party yeah super third <laughs> fourth fifth string party harambe r.i.p hey we had we had like fifteen thousand votes you know we, was we had fifty thousand for harambe fifteen thousand <laughs> americans so fifteen thousand idiots we're right? like this gorilla is better than hillary is better than trump oh my god hey man you if you're out there and you're listening thank you guys yeah because i felt dumb as fuck and then oh. i seen that fifteen thousand people voted for harambe i was like oh thank the lord oh god i'm glad it's not like 15 yeah <laughs> they're gonna come to my house <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, what's going to happen in the next two debates? Because Biden looked sharp. He looked knowledgeable. He looked like he was on like on brand with what he was you know, campaigning on. And Trump kind of just attacked him the whole time. So I really don't know what those next two debates are going to look like or even if we need another two debates. You know, I was thinking about this during the debate as well. Trump said this, and I was like, damn, he might be right. He's like, why are all the states trying to open up a day after the election? Like, that yeah. doesn't make sense. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's true, Mr. Trump. And, uh, like, if Trump is in office another four years, how much money has the media made over his presidency? Like, that's oh, yeah. all they talk about. Like, oh, yeah. even though they hate him, they probably still want him to be the president because he just provides news stories every day. I mean, we talked about it before in in some podcasts, some of these episodes. We talked about how the media 
actually loves Donald Trump because he's giving them so much to work with. You know, like how boring is was President Obama? This guy just did his job, was quiet. You know, I mean, he basketball. Like they think the worst thing about him was the tan suit and that he smoked cigarettes the first term. I mean, and they were saying like, oh, he's not wearing a tie in the Oval Office. I'm like, President Trump doesn't even live there. Like, I know he lives what? in Mar-a-Lago. I. And you talk about, and you know, our tax dollars send him to and from. They pay for his gas, bro. Yeah. We're I mean, paying his gas. And that's another thing, like on Biden, there's so many other things he could have went at, you know, like how he's costing the, you know, the American taxpayers all this money because he's flying to and from Mar Lago. His wife doesn't live at the White House. She lives in Mar Lago. Like, he's, his hotels are charging the U.S. government for his people to stay there. Like, he was having, um, it's a scam. Bro, he was having the Air Force fly to his hotel in Europe. Like, they were stopping there on their way back here. And I'm just like, yo, treat the- yourself to something nice on Daddy Trump. Oh my god. AKA the American And then to people. your point, you know, he's he's costing the American taxpayers all this money, but he never put anything into the system. Never. You know? He doesn't care about like he like he I bet in his mind, he's like, Oh, well, I employ like all these people when they pay taxes. Yeah. So run it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, man. And those I don't think that this debate hurt. Uh, Vice President Biden, I think it hurt President Trump a lot. I think this debate, if there was Republicans on the fence, independents, Democrats, like that was not a good showing for him. And then if I went over to Fox right after the debate, because I wanted to see how it contrasted with CNN, right? And all they were saying was like, this guy's a fighter. Like he's been dealing with all this hate the last four years. And I'm like, you kind of brought that hate on yourself. You're creating it and then you're promoting it. Yeah. And then you're complaining that it's happening. I mean, like... You were making fun of guys with disabilities when you campaigned. You talked shit about, um, you know, military heroes like, um, what's his name, John McCain. You know, he's like, oh, I like winners. I don't like people that get captured. I'm like, yo, that's a fucking hero. Like, that dude, he could have gotten out of jail, you know, John McCain. He couldn't have gotten out of jail. He said, I don't want to leave if these guys are still in here. And now he had, for the rest of his life, his whole body's been altered. His arms were broken, all this shit. That's a fucking hero. You know, and President Trump, he dodged a draft again in Vietnam because of his dad. You know, he was like, he's in there like, oh, my dad can pay me to like, can pay to like get, you know, people here to like get me out of this. I got bone spurs, whatever, you know, and you're going to talk shit about John McCain. Like, I don't agree with John McCain I'm, as a, as a uh, Democrat, lifelong Democrat, but that boy's a monster. You leave him alone. But I just think, by the way, what have you done for us lately? Do, 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 do. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things he can go at. The wall. That wall never got built. Mexico didn't pay for it. Yeah, we paid they, for the wall. They, they want us to make it. I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo. And then the parts of the wall they did build are like falling apart, right? Or they're just like, they stop projects on it because they're like, yo, this is fucking bullshit. Like, why are we building this? And the anchor that was the mediator, Christopher... I can't remember his name. I know what you're talking about, though. Chris something. Chris Wallace? Yeah, Chris Wallace. He's, like, he's a Fox News like pundit anchor. Yeah, wow, that's a uh, isn't that Biggie's name? <laughs> Chris Wallace? Christopher Wallace, I think so. B I G. Yeah, but uh, he's from Fox, right? So yeah, he's he's a Republican. I was sure. expecting him to try to attack Biden more, yeah. but he wasn't a, like that's what. But I've he's seen, a grown up. I've seen you know? meme pages that are like for Trump, and that's yeah. all they can say was, "Oh, Christopher Wallace was bullying Trump and not letting him talk." But it was yeah, like, it was no, you said. That you would agree to two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, and he's just like, no, no. Yeah, he's ne- Chris- he, he hasn't heard no that many times no. in his life. So when he does hear it, it's just like, 
does not compute. Well, they picked Chris Wallace on purpose because the last time Chris Wallace interviewed President Trump, he took him to task on a lot of the things he said, a lot of the evidence he was using to, to say what he was saying. Chris Wallace basically telling him, like, yo, that's not true. President Biden didn't say that. And then him and Trump got into an argument. They brought out the receipts on President Trump, and Chris, Chris Wallace was right. And then, so, I mean, I get why they picked him because he's more impartial, but he's also a Republican, you know? So, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a good look. Um, I kind of want Joe Rogan to moderate. Oh, debate. man, that would be crazy. Because I, shoot, Joe Rogan probably whoop somebody. Be like, hey, yo, hit this, hit this. I would, I would love it if Joe Rogan did it because he's going to ask them real questions from real people. And he's got a, such a way with, I guess, asking the right questions, right, and letting you talk. Like he talks about it on his, on his podcast, on the Joe Rogan podcast. He talked about like if he disagrees with someone, he just lets them talk, right? He's like, I'm going to let you bury yourself right now with your words. That's what mm-hmm. he did with Candace Owens. That's what he did with that one dude. Uh, I don't know. He's a Greek dude. He's a gay Catholic guy. He had a lot of radical ideas about the government, but he just kind of lets you talk, you know, and bury yourself. And he's like, if you know what you're talking about, it'll show. And if you don't, it'll fucking show. And since Trump hasn't given us any information in that first debate, I can only imagine that he really has nothing to say. You know? Yeah. He said that he paid like 43 million in taxes. Oh, they're yeah. coming out. I'm, I'm getting them ready. Uh-huh. It's like those tax returns should have already been done if he's really on top of your shit. Mm. And... It's just like he scammed everybody. He's not dope. He yeah. has a lot of like buildings, capital assets, but they're hemorrhaging him from yeah. what I hear. Like, so who does he owe the money to? Because he like took credit on himself or something like that. Yeah. He's like has to pay back a bunch of the money in like the next couple of years. So do you want a president that is a freaking getting harassed by his debtors? Yeah. I mean, one stipulation for the military, right? And we talked about this in the past is they asked military servicemen before, you know, they accept them to enlist. They ask him to do a credit check because they want to see if you have any, you know, offshore credits and debts, you know, mm-hmm. because if you have too much or too many debts to international companies, it's a conflict of interest, Oh, right? Because another country can be like, look, you owe this to this country in Spain. Right, mm-hmm. we'll pay that off if you give us some type of information, like where you're working, like what your shift looks like, and that's just like a scenario that they don't want, you know, their members to be in. And so, if you have too many, they just won't accept you until they're paid off, right? Dang. And if the president of the United States has a lot of those, it just kind of blows my mind that that wasn't, you know, looked into more often, right? Like, what does it take to be like? What do you have to do to become the president, right? What are the stipulations for him? I have no idea. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. He's just making it up as he goes. It's, it just felt like that debate was just another assault on our normalcy, I will say. Like, there's, no, there's nothing right about what happened last night. The last four years have been just chaotic. Um, well, you just got to go out and vote, and hopefully Joe Biden and his party, if they win, they do something. If Trump wins, then hopefully he comes through with something, you know? Yeah. He's been talking a lot about stuff he's going to do. Like, maybe he, like, I bet the freaking week before the election, he's going to be like, oh, stimulus. Yeah. But only if you vote Republican. Yeah. I mean, he came out with that, um, what's it called? The platinum plan. Oh, yeah. $100 trillion. Yeah. And I, I, I was listening to somebody talk about it. They said it was only two pages. And it, yeah. it didn't give any details. It just gave what they were going to do. And it seems a little disingenuous to come out with that 40 days 
before your election. Oh, right? I know. And like then that sign just, that one executive order. Yeah. Um, man, what was it for? Uh, something about, oh my gosh, I totally am brain farting. But anyways, he's signing executive orders that make him seem like he's better than he actually is. Right and before you know, big like, why didn't you, you had the last four years to come out with your little platinum plan, whatever you want to call it, right? And you come out with it 40 days before the election? Like, well, I mean, on. he's been like 270-some days golfing, man. You might slip your mind. And a lot of presidents golf. But then it goes back to the Mar-a-Lago thing. Like, you're not only golfing a lot, but you're also making, you know, the U.S. government pay for your security detail to go to and from Mar-a-Lago to pay. Like, that's 24-7 security detail because, again, his wife doesn't live at the White House. She has to live in Mar-a-Lago, and they fly to and from. So, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot right now, and the whole world is watching this. It just seems like we're getting scammed. Biden said, like I've been saying, the billionaires have made so much money. That's right. So I thought of you when he said that. I was just like, oh, Mike brought this up in one of our podcast episodes. But, I mean, is Biden, like, part of them trying to be at that level? I I mean, the only... On message politician, the most consistently on message politician is Bernie Sanders. He's been saying this stuff for forty years, literally. Uh, Mister <laughs> Aggressive Pointer, Bernie Sanders. But well, yeah, it just we've just been brainwashed. I think I don't know utopia. What is utopia like? A perfect society. What does yeah. that look like? And can we reach it by capitalism? Can we reach it by socialism? I don't know. Or maybe a mix of the two. Yeah, I, I mean, look at China's mixing it up, and they're doing pretty good. I mean, this country's going to make you money, right? They're yeah. going to make you money and fostering like a culture to where people can ascend, right? Um, but there's a lot of roadblocks for a lot of people. So I feel like, you know, setting up safety nets like President or Vice President Biden was talking about is a good thing, right? And that comes through socialism, not a hundred percent socialism, but there's a lot of good aspects of socialism that we might need to, you know. I mean, I think the U.S. military is like one of the biggest socialist programs. Like, you yeah. freaking put down your four years and you're set for life. Like, you ain't. Is that four years worth all the benefits? Yeah. Uh, I would say probably. I mean, that's super tight. Good for you. Yeah. But a lot of people who are like in the military that I know and are Republican, they're like, oh, that's so whack, so whack. And yeah. I'm like, bro, you're living a contradiction, man. Yeah. I mean, the military, the police, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. Like, these are things that people love, right? What was it who, who came out with Social Security? Was it FDR? Somebody. Yeah, he came out with Social Security. And, like, a lot of social programs. So when people say, talk about Make America Great Again, they're talking about from an economic standpoint. But a lot of those things came from progressives. Exactly. Those are social programs that help build the economy. And then at the time, billionaires, millionaires were paying a lot more in taxes. They're paying a lot more in taxes. And then the rest of society was doing a lot better, you know? Like, how many, how much money do you pay in taxes? Like, on average? Me? You believe, yeah. How much money comes out of each Oh, each like, what? Like, we don't have a state income tax, so yeah. it's just like, whatever, like say, eight, say, nine, whatever yeah. the federal rate is. But, I mean, yeah, so why do we get charged per hour? Yeah. We're paying, like, fucking $3. I would say the first two, three months of the year equivalent is how much taxes, like, I pay a year. Like you can take all the money I make in the first two, three months of the year, and that's how much like I, I, I pay in tax over the course of the year. That's a lot of fucking money. Right? Yeah. And for someone broke compared to fucking a guy like Donald Trump, like how how are we allowing this to happen? Jeff Bezos, I bet you if we looked at Jeff Bezos' tax returns, it would say a lot of the same. Yeah, we gotta hit the Caymans. Yeah. 
Like they move their money around in a way that we don't understand because we ain't got that much money. So I mean, is Amazon a monopoly? It's hard because Amazon is kind of like a pioneer on an industry, right? Like who's really doing what Amazon is doing? Nobody. Can you think of a Alibaba? Alibaba. That's it. The Chinese version. But it came after, right? Yeah, but they have everything that Amazon has for cheaper because it's directly from the people who make it in China. Mm -hmm. So what a lot of people do is they'll buy from Alibaba, then post on Amazon as like an Amazon storefront. Mm -hmm. And just like you really don't have to do anything. You just sit there and people buy and you can set up that it gets shipped from here to here. Yeah. It's real easy, real scammy. But I don't know. I think that it is... If it's stifling other competition or creating air entry barriers for like businesses yeah. to join the market, then I feel that it is a monopoly okay. at some extent and that there should be some government intervention. Okay. So it's just like, so the argument that comes after that, right, is at what point are we stopping people from growing, right? And I, I know we haven't, I mean, it's hard to say that about Amazon because they kind of run the world in that industry. So it's hard to say, like, over stifling them from growing. Because like you said before, like, in the month of July, they made how much billions of dollars? Yeah, Jeff Bezos is, like, $200 billion richer. You know? And then, I mean, at what point are we telling people the more success you have, the more you're going to get punished? And that's the, that's the argument, and, you know, the inverse argument, I guess, to this line of thinking. I absolutely believe, like what you're saying right now, we need to have some type of government you know, overreaching, um, I guess, policies to protect the rest of us. Yeah, the workers. We're the ones that are actually making it happen. Yeah, this guy made a couple of business decisions way back in the day. Yeah. But, like, without his workers, yeah, we didn't have robots back then. Without the workers, your company ain't shit. Yeah. And, I mean, it's funny because, you know, Republicans hate things like unions, right? They hate unions. But teacher union, just any, any type of fucking union. But they love the police union. I know. Which is doing the exact same thing that the other people do. It's like, yes, there's too much protection for a lot of workers. So when you do fuck up and it's your fault, it's hard to fire people. But at the same time, when you're a police officer and you're fucking killing people and no one's going to jail, right? That's people a going to jail for missing shots, not yeah. even hitting them. So like speaking of like well, with Breonna Taylor, that happened this past week. You know, zero indictments. The only person that got any charges was somebody who missed and endangered another family. Yeah. That shit is wild, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it goes back, you know, the government, you know, like Republicans love the Second Amendment. They're like, oh, we love the Second Amendment because this is our protection against government tyranny. That is government tyranny. The mm-hmm. government came in, right? They had a no-knock warrant, and they said, that, okay, we're, we knocked anyways. They say they announced themselves as police. But only one witness can corroborate that story. And she was interviewed three times. And she's, she changed her story every time. And that was enough of a witness out of the other 11 witnesses that said they heard nothing to tell you, okay, well, these guys are okay. They, they said they were police. They got shot at. They went in there. They drug tested both, uh, Breonna Taylor and her boyfriend. Both drug tests came back negative. No history of, of drug charges at all. No drugs found in the house. And you just killed them for nothing. Go for nothing. I mean, I saw the warrant, the original no-knock warrant, and mm-hmm. I guess they had witnessed photograph photos of the guy they were looking for, who they said they already found earlier in the night. Yeah, he was sending packages through her house, I guess. But that was like months before this happened. Yeah, it's 
pretty fucked up, honestly. That was like her ex-boyfriend, and then Candace Owens goes on here with her typical pick-me mentality, and she's over here like, oh, well, her boyfriend was a drug dealer, and when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes and stuff, <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, yo, first of all, that was her ex-boyfriend. That wasn't her current boyfriend. This guy's a legally registered gun owner, and you don't even have to be a legally registered gun owner in Louisville to have a gun in your home. Yeah. And he went a step further and got a legally registered firearm. Does that scream the type of irresponsible person, you know, that is going to do that type of thing? Like, I don't know, man. It's all so burnt. It's just so burnt. burnt. No justice. No peace. I think they can go. And what's scary is, you know, Trump is going to pick his new Supreme Court justice, right? So one of two things is going to happen here. If that family takes this to the Supreme Court, if their lawyers try to push for it, and he picks a new Supreme Court justice, she's going to outvote you know, she's going to be the, the tipping scale to say, nah, we're not doing yeah. that. Also, goodbye, Obamacare. Goodbye, yes. Roe v. Wade. Yes. Goodbye. I don't know. And I don't know. I don't know why you would do that as a woman. Like, I so anti-progressive or degressive. I don't know the word. And then on top of all that, he picks his new Supreme Court justice. And if the vote comes down to the Supreme Court validating it. Yeah. It's over. That's fucking scary. Right, and then this country is going to go back into another riot like month, riot season, where people are going to trip because they're like, "Oh, we won the election, but he picked the Supreme Court justice that overruled it." Like, it's scary times, bro. It's really scary times. Yeah, we got to. So you got to get out there and vote if you care. If you're tired of living like this, yeah. The worst part is the Trumpies that like. You know for a fact your life has... I know your life has gotten worse in the last four years. Whether you acknowledge it or not. Because of things he's done. And you're just going to be like, yeah! Why? Why? Tell me why. Oh, bro. This is nuts. It's nuts. He said he would plug on medications. Insulin's about to be for the low, low. Yeah, I seen that. I was like, (laughs) okay. Okay, he said, you want it? I got it. I'm dripping like water. You put uh, medical marijuana on there, too? Get these people out here, like, yeah. smoking for free. For real. <laughs> free smoke, free smoke. Anyone who wanted, they can get it. No joke. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to some lighter topics. Yeah. You know, the Lakers are playing in the finals right now. we got the game going yeah, on behind us. Right now, they're up by 18. They're doing well. What is your prediction for the series? Uh, I think the series goes six games. Six, six or games? I want it to go seven. Lakers? But I, yeah. I think it goes six in Lakers' favor. Um, I hope it goes seven because that would be really entertaining. But no. Yeah, it just it feels surreal, kind of. I'm like, dang, the Lakers are back. Yeah. And well, they're playing the Heatles. I just seen yeah. Jimmy Butler get hurt. Did he come back in? Yeah, again? he came back in. He's in the game right now. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that, I, I want to see a good series. So, like, the first half was really good basketball. Lakers pulled ahead, and um, yeah, it's just it's great to see. It makes. We feel like we're kind of getting back to normalcy. A little bit. Football helps, too. Yeah, I'm happy football. We have football. Yeah, Seahawks are doing well. Yeah, they just uh, got Dallas in another nail-biter. Clenchers every game. I'm getting tired of these Seahawks close games, man. I have to get a hemorrhoid. Like, they're fun after because we're like, wow, that was a dope like finish, and we won. But how many times is Russ going to be able to, like, Can't we just have clutches? one that we just win from the beginning to the end and Let's just hope. stay ahead? I mean, we had that against Atlanta. Let's hope we have that against Miami. Miami, yeah, they're they're all right. I I'd be interested. Yeah. If Tua came out, that'd be dope because Tua has a lot in common with Russ in yeah. terms of like play style. And He's just like, like the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> they're but about the same height. I saw Ryan Fitzpatrick was saying that Tua 
throws like way more throws that he can't even throw. Yeah. So I'm just like, dang. Yeah, develop him though. You don't want to put him in too early, and which is kind of right now. Like I wouldn't want to put Tua in to get his ass whooped for an entire season. Yeah, like that's that's a franchise quarterback. You let that guy sit as long as possible. Like let Ryan Fitzpatrick get his ass whooped for yeah. thirteen weeks. Like we're good. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick out here. He's a journeyman. Yeah, put Tua in the second Miami can't get in the playoffs. Like the second Miami's like okay, we lost too many games, then let him play like four or five games. I would you, say that. You had a close fantasy game this week? I, I did. How's yeah. that? So I, was, I came into it down 78 to like 122. Oh, man. And all I had left was Patrick Mahomes and... Justin Tucker. Oh, Justin Tucker, the kicker for Baltimore. And he had the, the tight end from Baltimore. Yeah, I remember that. And so... I was also playing that same tight end, so I was yeah. like, no! <laughs> so I was like, okay, if Patrick gets me like 30, which is possible... And the carry gets me 16, which he's had 16 this past season. I'm like, oh, I can win this game. And Patrick ended up going off for 40 fantasy points. Damn. How many touchdowns did he throw? Three, four? And then Justin yeah. Tucker had like eight, nine points, which yeah, was perfect. Yeah, he had like all the points for the oh, yeah. um, Ravens. And so I ended up winning by two. <laughs> there you go. I ended up winning like 126 to 124 because his tight end only got like two points. Yeah, last week. Last week I thought I lost. I was gonna be one and one. Yeah. But there was a stat correction Wednesday night. So when I woke up to Thursday and I was like, okay, I gotta set my roster, mm-hmm. make sure my team is set. I opened it. It said I was two and zero. Oh. I said, whoa, whoa, nice. whoa! What happened here? Yeah, it's been fun. So I'm two and zero. Oh, and then uh, I had this week and demolished the guy. You know, I got Russell DK. Oh, right. I can't believe you dropped that in the end zone. That was oh rough. My God. That was rough. But he made up for it at the end, I guess. Yeah, he won the game. Yeah, and we just I've won by like 20 points. It was nice. I, I don't think I've ever been 3-0 and yeah. in a fantasy. And, yeah, hopefully they start putting some respect on my name. Cause That's funny because we're both doing pretty well. And I've never gone 3-0 and in the first. So I'm going 3-0 and in one league and 2-1 and in the other. And I'm scoring a lot. Yeah, I'm so, still I mean, projected to get eighth place. Yeah, it's weird. It's because my players are doing way better than their projections every yeah. week. So Yeah, it's weird. Like I'm playing against a guy this week who's 0 and three and it says I'm gonna lose stand by ten. I know. I saw him. Like, I was like, Yo, oh, fuck you, bro. Fuck you is. I, don't think so. I know I'm supposed to win by like fifteen, but yeah. I- I'm always the underdog and I like being the underdog. Yeah. So we'll see how I do this week. I ha- I have uh, faith that we'll come through. Okay. Hopefully listeners will be four and four and next week. <laughs> you know, that's that's when it gets really sweet. Nice. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, I started working a new job this week. Wait, where are you working? I'm working at uh, Wonder Walker. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, the dog harness place. That's right. Everybody, uh, if you weren't here for the last episode, we talked about it. I got two harnesses for my puppies, my husky puppies, through Wonder Walker. Yep, they are solid, patented, no-pull technology. And yeah, they have an assortment of colors. So if you need one, DM us and we'll get some out to you for sure. For sure. Shameless plug, man. So yeah, they're yeah, local. Do it. Support yeah. local businesses, everybody. If you're not from Washington, though, you can support us too. You know, <laughs> that's right. Support other local businesses. And again, we really appreciate you guys out here. We really thank you guys for all your support. Again, like Mike said in the beginning of the podcast, we're sorry that we were late this week, uh, but it got deleted. But we got to talk about the debate, so that was pretty dope. So if you guys go over and uh, follow our Instagram, it's going to be at Emerald Perspective 12. 
we would really enjoy that and uh, we appreciate that. And if you guys have any questions for us for our next podcast, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. And you got any shout outs this week, Jay? Shout outs. I think I shouted out Leo Fasili last time. Yeah. Uh, I've been talking about a lot of politics lately. It's good to hear from him. Yeah. I, I went to high school with him. Yep. Uh, he's tight. I think he cuts hair now. He does. Yeah. So shout out to you, Leo. Keep cutting him up. I might need a need a little something on my head. My, yeah. my hair's getting kind of wild. And uh, shout out to Rachel Mangale, now Rachel Crichton. She just got married this past week. Weekend. Hey, yo. So congratulations to her and yeah. her family. So we all went to church together. We and did. yeah, you know, Rachel was always the homie. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were in like high school, me and her were in charge of this environmental justice program for the church. So we got to go on a lot of cool field trips and stuff. She'd always punch me, man. <laughs> Them Samoan girls, man. If y'all don't have any experience with Samoan girls, the brothers don't need to protect their sisters, man. These girls, we need protection from them. I think they got hands. <laughs> Stay solid, Rocky. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and um, I'm excited for the week. Do you know when the next debate is? I don't, but I know there's two left. Yeah. So, so we got until November. Um, this episode was brought to you by Perrier Fusions, Eek. lemon and guava. I'm trying to stay clear for some alcohol today. I mean, I drank a little James. Oh, yeah. Okay. So just one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it. Gotta do it. I'm trying to get right for the end of the year. Because if, um, if the world does get more shitty, can you imagine, like, Going to zombie times. Yeah. We talked about zombies last we time. We talked about right? zombies last time. Yeah, man. Think about that. You better start stocking up on chicken noodle soup, canned food. Go for a run. Get your cardio Get up. your rice up. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. What's going to keep you alive is stamina, willpower, and love. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no love anymore, bro. There ain't no church in the wild, like you like to say. Yeah, there's no church in the <laughs> wild. And this world is wild. We appreciate y'all. Uh, we're gonna cut this episode a little short tonight, but yeah, was, we were under pressure just to get something out this week for because sure. we dropped the ball earlier. But again, thank you guys so much, and we'll look for your messages, DMs, Snapchats, TikToks, all that. Send it, you. full send. Yee yee yee.